his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Miss something from the Todd Feinberg Show? Listen to the podcast on WTIC.com slash podcast. Wow, where are we? Where have we gone? Where have we been? That's what we're talking about always here on WTIC. Kevin wants to talk about guns. Hello there, Kevin. How are you doing? I just want to say about uh, Mr. Murphy, I'm a very conservative, very strong Republican. But I do have to agree with Murphy on this. I mean, he changed his mind. You know, that's his, uh, that's his right to do that. And I agree, too. We have to get tighter controls in place regarding guns. I, I believe in guns, but I want the tighter controls in place to protect those that do know how to handle them and uh, uh, know what it means to be held accountable using them and having them. You're saying you think that in in or that that in order to maintain the right to bear arms, that they have to be more strictly controlled so that the people who have them are good at having them. Exactly, and it has to be done. And so he changed his mind. And, hey, you know, I respect a politician. Believe me, I don't like Murph. Believe me, at all. When his time comes up for a re-election, I'll be out there uh, talking about getting him out of there. But on this issue, he's got that right. And I, I, Well, I he's got wrong. it right now based on political convenience, and he had it wrong yeah. before based on political convenience is what you're I saying. I changed my opinion. Yes, but and you you were probably swayed, Republican. But you were probably swayed by this whirlwind. Not at all. Are you kidding? Not at no, all. No, I think uh, if what if imagine if Democrats weren't talking about guns, but they they harped all day every day, and thus the media only talked about mental health. And when is America going to deal with the mental health crisis? And when are Republicans going to stop blocking it? What if that's all you heard every day because they wouldn't allow another story to be in the news? Can I ask you something? You just did. So ask no, me two questions. I didn't. Let me ask you a question, okay? Yeah. Or make a statement. May I? Yes. You asked me another question right there. Why What's can't the question? we just have mandatory sentencing for those that commit these crimes, number one? And number two, why can't we, if they're juveniles, why can't we just hold their parents accountable, whether they're together or not? And if they're on uh, federal state programs, that they, they're going to violate their uh, participation in such. 
right. I'm out of time right now, but I'll uh, try to deal with those when we continue. Thank you, Kevin, for the call. It's the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. Anthony, I was just talking about the. I, I, there I am laughing again. There is something slapstick and that triggers your funny bone watching this video, a horrible video that you shouldn't be laughed at, of what the New Haven police did to this uh, this suspect they were bringing in. They had him sitting in the back of the paddy wagon. You can see the video of him getting, because he's not secured in any way. So he's sitting on a bench in the back of the paddy wagon. They slam on the brakes. He slides up at high speed into the front, towards the front of the the uh, the back section, and hits the dividing wall, and breaks his neck. Maybe and and they say police say he may be paralyzed. And but what happens afterwards? The video is amazing. They treat him like he is a pariah because he won't stand up, and he can't move his legs. And one of his legs is pushed up in a position that defies anything a working body could do. You could only have your legs stuck in that position if it were broken or if, um, if it just had no nervous system going there. Anyway, we talked a lot about it yesterday. We'll get some more in today. Steve is next. Hey, Steve. Todd, I hope I, hope I can uh, seriously... Put some pressure on you. Okay, good. Um, the only good leaders I believe that we've ever had in this country have been ones that have been dragged into the office. They did not want to lead. They didn't want to give up their their lives. All right, George George Washington. Who besides George Washington? Uh, I think Abraham Lincoln was somewhat in that camp. I know he ran for office, but I think he had especially a lot of courage, because he was shot at a lot more than the time he got it in the head. And I think Eisenhower, I don't think he he was uh, looking to be president uh, when he uh, finished World War II. Okay. And so what's the pressure you want to put me under? Well, I actually think you could have... I think you could turn Connecticut around and make it a model for the rest of the country. I think Elder showed a lot of courage trying to run for office out there in California, and I give him credit for that. And I, I wish you would really seriously undertake that thought. <laughs> I mean, do you ever have any private thoughts that you could do that? Uh, no, because, I, you know, when I was younger, I was very interested in politics, but I never really thought about running for office. But um, I love I love doing this, and part of the reason I love doing this is because I think this is high impact. So if you run for, a, a, say, a state legislative body, you are in a pack of people who are manipulated by leadership and don't really have that much power. And a lot of I've talked to members of Congress who say, "Oh, this job—they pay no attention to us. You know, we have no impact." I I just don't think I, our system is designed so that each particular player in it doesn't can't consolidate that much power. And well, that, I, I, I thought it was interesting. I think it was yesterday that you were interviewing the woman running for office or who already has office. I mm-hmm. guess she already is in office. 
And I no, that was, I think, uh, yesterday was Leo. Oh, oh, yes, you're right. Uh, Kimberly Fiorella, the state representative. You know, you know how much you helped her articulate her message? Oh, and she's one of the smartest ones and, and knows what she wants to say. But, yeah, um, I do find myself doing that because I, with people like her, because I share those beliefs. And, and I've had more time to think them through. This is another thing about people who hold elective office. Kimberly is deeply devoted to the Constitution and constitutional values, and she, she runs a program in the state where uh, people who want to learn more about constitutional values so they can teach others she trains them and she's really savvy about it but still it's hard to uh it takes years of talking about it to work out all your all your ideas i think well thank you for what you do todd i i hope i hope something supernatural happens to your mindset and you think that maybe the only hope for the state because i felt i i feel that george washington was in that kind of a boat i think if it hadn't have been for him we would have sank they were burning him in effigy in cities and they were burning cities down because of decisions he were making he wasn't pandering to people right he was doing what he thought was right for the country and we need people that do that no matter what yes the other thing is i don't think i'd be electable i appreciate your sentiments but i'm somebody who tells the truth every day as i see it as brutally clearly as i can and people, George Washington was a soldier, a general who was held in high esteem. So it was an easy thing for him. You know, Donald Trump got elected. Donald Trump became a player right away because he was already famous. And um, what's the guy's name, Anthony, who's thinking of, uh, who wants to run for president now? The, the guy from the TV show. We were talking about him the other oh, day. Oh, Mark Cuban. Yeah, Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban's another one like that. He's looking at Donald Trump, and he's saying, oh, Donald Trump was rich and famous and a TV star. So it was easy for him because most people spend all their money or most of their money in a political campaign building up their name ID, their name recognition. That's the hard part is becoming known. George Washington was known. Trump was known. Mark Cuban is known. Who else? Oh, the actor from... Uh, from Texas, McConaughey. He's thinking of running for president. Why? Because all right, he's all right, all right. because he's famous, and he's got ninety percent of the money uh, he doesn't have to spend. I do like him a lot, though. He's a good actor, but I love uh, his voice in general. <laughs> his voice is great, and that Lincoln ad he did was really good. But that that uh, his ideas that he expressed, were, he was horrible when he made that little appearance at the White House. Rob's calling from Seymour. Hi, Rob. Yes, hello. Great show again. Thank you, sir. Uh, yeah, I'm calling about the uh, actor you just saying. He somebody says he just wrote a, a book. A uh, couple, not to plug the guy, but uh, suppose he's a real good book. I believe it's uh, about a year ago. But anyway, the reason why I'm calling is um, I don't know if I got uh, it correct. One of the other callers a couple minutes back about uh, if the kids do something wrong or something. The parents who are on state assistance should be, um, like, uh, you know, punished or something? Yeah, that was in the gun discussion, and he, he, that was one of the questions he was firing off at me at the end, I think. Couldn't we just yeah. hold them responsible? But, yeah, what's concerning, uh, how about now if a police officer ends up doing something wrong, would that same person believe that the police officer should lose his pension if he, um, 
does something like what these guys did with the poor guy in the back of the van? Or or does the person think that immunity is immunity and, you know, just let her roll? Well, it's a good question. The whole immunity issue is a complicated one. You don't want, you want to have a way to make people who perform poorly, like these cops in New Haven who were driving this suspect around and treating him like he was just some block of wood that they picked up off the street. And you can see this in video. I'm not making this up. You can see them. You can see them. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't see the video. There's this one woman cop who's yelling at the guy, telling him he's just drunk. And and the, he's clearly, he can't move his legs. And one of his arms is the most revealing thing because he can kind of move one of his arms, but with no strength at all. And it's just kind of flopping. And he's, and he's all twisted up in this obviously uncomfortable position on the floor of the of the paddy wagon he's been there for for several minutes begging them to help him because he can't move yeah and she's going yo you just had to get up or we're going to pull you out of here you know well, uh, i gotta say why well, not to interrupt you uh, uh -oh. but uh thank god these police officers are not lifeguards on the beach <laughs> well That's i i suspect thing. i suspect that i don't really think that cops are are bad and I, I don't even think these cops are bad I think they work in a diseased system I think American politics and our political entities and particularly in liberal states but across the board too, have become grotesque distortions of what government is supposed to be because they've built these big bureaucracies so the reward of government isn't for the people anymore the reward of government is for the people who operate inside of it. And nobody manages things. That's what I find fascinating watching this New Haven uh, situation and looking at the videos. What you see is there is no management. They have managers and they pay them extra money and they pay them extra retirement. But what is their job as a manager? They're invisible. The hand of management is not visible. When people are arresting someone, throwing them in the back of a paddy wagon, there's no policy about strapping them in so they can be safe, paralyzing the guy, and then ignoring his cries for help, saying he can't move, he thinks he broke his neck, over and over again. They ignore him, and then they drag him on the floor to throw him into a lockup. I mean, you've seen on TV, right, what they, what they do when, they, when somebody has a spinal cord industry, injury and how they have these uh, pillows that blow up pillows so they can secure as softly and gently as possible to make sure nobody moves. They were tr throwing him around like he was a, 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 a pillow or something. It's, it's just gross. So if you're a good person and you're trying to live in this unsupervised hell that they make the police department look like in these videos in New Haven, and you hear all the manipulative, hateful things that they say, I can't blame the cops for that. I blame the politicians and the managers who are in this system where all everything is done in order to win re-election for the uh, politicians. And what kind of scummy culture is created the politicians don't care about. They just tell them, make sure there's no bad stories in the news, you'll keep your job.
That's my what I imagine they say. Lincoln, hi. Hey, Todd, how you doing? I was just choking saying your name. I'm not sure if it's, I don't think it's anything personal. Oh, my God. I saw you. <laughs> TV Saturday. With, uh, I think her name was Maloney. I don't know what you saw me on Newsmax. Yeah, Saturday. Past Saturday. I, I don't know what her name was. You don't know her name? No. It was a strange. It was a strange name, and she's a she's a writer for uh, AP or something. Oh. What about her, though? No, I saw your I saw your uh, talking with her, and I can't remember what it was about already. Well, but it was anyhow. supposed to be about Chris Murphy, but she she pulled a fast one on me. Oh, yeah. Anyhow, who's who's uh who's the guy in that uh, rant line that uh, says uh um, I'm a candy rapper. I don't like Jake Tapper. <laughs> that cracks me up every time I hear that. I don't know who he is, and he hasn't oh. called in a few months. He, you know, he's he's got one of these. Uh, he's great. He he's wonderful, but it's really hard to do what he does. I think to to put yourself into a different voice like that with a scratchy throat. It takes a lot of energy, and I think it's tiring. And then he has to figure out what the bit is and write it all down beforehand. But he's great. Yeah, every time I hear him, I get a good laugh out of it. Well, thank you. Why don't you develop one of those characters? <laughs> uh, honest Abe. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I was thinking the same thing. You could do a riff off of your name. Is that your first name, last name, or a made-up name? No, it's uh, it's a it's a name. It's a uh, it's a middle name. Middle name. Okay. Yeah. So, um, are you happy that you're going to save eighteen cents more a gallon in Connecticut? Um, I don't believe that. Uh, anybody's going to save 18 cents a gallon. I don't. I don't even know if Biden's going to be able to get this thing past the Democrats. This idea of relieving the gas tax, but I don't like anything that's going to push inflation higher. And and this is an inflationary idea. When you when you reduce taxes, I'm all for reducing taxes. And and what the Democrats are doing is confessing that they know. That taxation is a big burden on everybody, but they're trying to relieve the burden at the wrong time. They should do it during across the board. They should cut taxes, but not right now because the problem now is inflation. So if you cut taxes now, people will buy more gas and they'll take more trips and they'll spend more money while they're away. So that's a dumb idea in terms of inflation. But he's just doing it to try to buy votes. That's the only reason they do anything. What about getting your picture taken with the vice president? It dropped from fifteen thousand to five thousand. Well, I would pay to avoid contact with the vice president. <laughs> but not that much. I wouldn't pay that much. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas... Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. 
Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Oh, I guess we have to go. I'm sorry, Lincoln. I'm late for a traffic update, and Mark Christopher just got back. I don't want him mad at me. Miss something from the Todd Feinberg Show? Listen to the podcast on WTIC.com slash podcast. Oh, I've blown it again here on these uh, rants. I know I'm hopeless on them. Let's play a couple right now, if we may, please. Hi, ladies and gentlemen. Good afternoon, Governor Ned here. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just calling because I had this revelation yesterday that we're the tick state, where the ticks come from. (laughs) And uh, politics, that means many, many politicians and many bloodsuckers. I'm Ned Lamont, and I approve this message. That is brilliant, isn't it? Did I play that the other day? I'm a little confused here about... Did you hear that before, Anthony? It, it's always... I have terrible judgment with this, because I record them. So oh, yeah. I feel like... So I, we're both yeah. in the same position. Yeah. yeah. You know the problem right now with our kids in this country? No. I'll isn't. tell you right now. Please. Their parents worked very hard mm-hmm. to be successful. They made some money. They enjoyed it. Maybe they saw them college. Maybe they did Send them to but college. Everything yeah. they got was given to them. Yes. And now they don't know how to earn it. They don't know what it is to work to get what uh, their parents did. No doubt. That's the problem we have right now. That's one of them, yeah. We have a lot of So now, where do they go? They go to the government to give them something. Because they don't know how to earn it. They don't know how to work. Well, how about, and government runs into that space and, and wants to fill it right up. They don't even have an education. We're the worst educated, well, 25th in the world in science, math, and, and education. That's the problem with this world right now. I'm sorry. What are you sorry about? There's plenty of hardworking kids. And it's Where? not the kids' fault. It's the parents' fault if they're not hardworking. Well, some needs you know, to be instilled in people. You don't just uh, come so. Are into you going to take the blame for every bad thing your kids do or every bad attribute they have? No, you're going to say, I, "Oh, it's my fault. I didn't raise them right." Sometimes you raise them right and they come out wrong. Be better. Hi, your traffic fill-in guy for Mark the Shark, Tom O'Hanlon. I've, I want to make Mark feel good. Hi, your traffic fill-in guy for Mark the Shark. You can't Tom go away, O'Hanlon. Mark. I've called about this before. Does he seriously look at a different map I than th- Mark does? Well, he, he probably doesn't make enough to have the, the maps that Mark has. I live in Southbury. He never mentions Danbury. He never mentions Southbury, Newtown. He's just like pinpointed into a certain area. 
it's like the traffic in our part of the state disappears when he's on. Congestion bias, they call it. It's a, a well-known phenomenon in the industry. Our part of the state disappears when he's on. It's miraculous. Maybe you should have him on all the time. I don't know. Could somebody look into more full state reporting of traffic when he's on or find out what the heck he's looking at? You see, Mark, you can't go away. Too soon. I'm too soon. You can't go away, Mark. You just can't go away. I'm here. No, you can't go away. I've just played a rancher. She's all upset because you weren't there. Hi, you're... (laughs) Traffic fill-in guy for Mark the Shark, Tom O'Hanlon. I've called about this before. Does he seriously look at a different map than Mark does? He's got the old maps, right, that when uh, Connecticut used to be part of Maine? That's correct, yes. <laughs> that's correct. I think he's got coaches. the map when Roger Williams uh, ran the state of Connecticut. <laughs> I think I that's... Un- I think the- <laughs> he never mentions Danbury. He never mentions Southbury, Newtown. He's just, like, pinpointed into a certain area. There you go. You're slipping the money, right? Tell, don't mention these towns. But Yeah, don't mention the towns so I can have job security. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> Screw this whole thing up. Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. Oh, where is, I just have to, before we go to Mr. Susio, this is, uh, believe it or not, this is the President of the United States. Well, it's either the President of the United States or the star of some creepy ghoul movie. My message is simple. To the companies running gas stations, and setting those prices at the pump. This is a time of war. It's a time of war. America is at war, says Joe Biden. I wonder if he's flashing back to other times. We spent cool. we sent uh, $43 billion in aid there again today, so in a way, I guess, yeah, we're involved. Global peril. Ukraine. These are not normal times. They're not normal times, and we've got an abnormal president to handle them. Bring down the price you are charging at the pump to reflect the cost you are paying for the product. You ready for this? Here we go. I want Len Suzio to listen closely right now. Do it now. Do it today. Your customers, the American people, they need relief now. Come on, Suzio. Do it now. Do it now. Do it now. I love how he Do it today. Now. <laughs> now. Do it now. Or I will suck oh, your blood. The, uh, so the, but this thing of making, uh, there has to be a bad guy. Is this? Uh, did they teach you this in Politics 101, that there has to be a demon? You've got to blame somebody? Make somebody into oh, the bad man. guy to, to create a, a polarity? Yep, somebody's got to be the scapegoat, uh, and that's what he's practicing right now. He's blaming it on big, bad oil. It's or, not his fault. It's the oil companies, yeah. the people with well, the gas stations. Yeah. Todd, it's, it's interesting. There's two gas taxes in Connecticut that Connecticut imposes. There's the excise tax, which is 25 cents a gallon, 
And then there's this uh, other tax called the gross receipts tax. uh, And that is uh, 8.1% of the the wholesale price of gas, which right now it makes that more than the excise tax. It's around Mm -hmm. 26 and a half cents a gallon, roughly. Uh, And basically when that tax was passed back in 1981, I believe, so about 40 years ago, the, the ostensible reason that the legislature gave for passing that tax was that big, bad gas oil companies were making too much money and they were going to basically impose a tax on the, on the oil companies and not allow them to pass it on oh, to consumers. Which, of so course, they did immediately, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, guess what happened? Of course, they did it right away and then litigation ensued and it went to the Supreme Court <laughs> and the Supreme Court said, you can't uh, tell the, the uh, companies that sell this stuff um, what price that to they charge. Have to this cost, they they can pass it on. So so think about this, Todd. They passed it as a way of punishing the oil companies, uh, the big bad oil companies, for making so much money. And then when they lost that reason for doing it, did they rescind the tax? No, they kept it on anyways, and they kept all that extra money for the government, for the state government here in Connecticut. Yeah, so who's the price gouger? Yes, I mean... The real price gouger is the government. Yep. When you look at what Connecticut is collecting itself in the form of gas taxes, between those two taxes, it's roughly between 51 and 52 cents per gallon right now. I guarantee you the oil companies are not making that kind of profit per gallon. But Connecticut is, and uh, so, uh, and so you know, let's uh, let's talk oil. about let's talk about Jolly Joe Biden wanting to, I guess, trick the American people into thinking somehow he's he's helping with inflation and saving them money <clears throat> by reducing the federal gas tax eighteen cents. What are your thoughts on that? Well, look at what was the price of gas when he came into office? It wasn't, you know, it was in the $2 plus range or something like that. We're now talking about pushing $5. So giving 18 cents of relief, uh, roughly in the form of, uh, you know, waiving the federal gas tax for a few months is nothing compared to the damage he's done. And by the way, Todd, did you know that within the federal gas tax, there's a component called, get this, are you sitting down? I am actually. Lust. The lust fee, L-U-S-T. Really? Fee. Is this Biden's lust or somebody else's? With, with gas? Who yeah, is feeling this? Called, uh, the lust fee. It, it, it stands for leaking underground storage tank fee. <laughs> <laughs> but they call it the lust fee. So there's huh. sex involved in this story too, Todd. Well, we're always getting screwed. We know that. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that true? <laughs> we can't win for nothing, I'll tell you. Uh, and especially when it comes to the government uh, sticking its hand in your pocket. Uh, it, 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 if, it, if You know what happens? Sometimes they'll give you back a few pennies to put in one pocket, but then they put your hand, their hand in your other pocket and take they it right take out. more out of the other pocket as well. Yep. Uh, it, you can't win. You can't All win. Right, so, uh, if, so they're proposing to reduce 18 cents. Yes. Off of the, and that's a fixed amount. So as a percentage, yes. that's tiny. That's like uh, 3% or something. Am I doing that right? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's absolutely nothing. And of course, to the consumers paying $5 a gallon or more. So, all right, they're going to pay $4.82 a gallon. Uh, you know, you and I had an interesting conversation about this back a few months ago in terms of an economic term called elasticity. 
uh, the what they call price elasticity and how how consumers respond to an increase in the price of an item, a commodity. And in the case of gasoline and diesel fuel, uh, the economists say that demand is relatively inelastic. What they mean by that is no matter what you raise the price to, the amount of demand is not going to be affected nearly as much. So you raise the price 20%, you might get a 2% decrease decrease in demand for it because people need it to get to work and you know do the things that they do sure they don't have much choice when it comes to purchasing gasoline so uh so you know all this talk about taking and saving 18 cents here or there or five even connecticut connecticut waived the uh uh the excise tax for a few months till until just after the election by the way you know three weeks after the election's over this year the gas tax comes back uh, so, uh, you know, the folks here in your listening audience ought to be really cynical about uh, the, the state government in particular. About Well, because- they're, but they're both playing the same games. I think it's really informative uh, to create mm-hmm. a fake enemy and yeah. to make it seem like the elected official is out there fighting on our behalf. Uh, and, and, of course, they're doing nothing of the sort. What they're doing is creating ruses to mm-hmm. trick us into thinking that the dynamics are different than what they know them to be. And the dumber they can make us with their misstatements, uh, the better they think they can win elections, Because, uh, which, of course, is a confession of their own malfeasance and inadequacy. Yes, yes. And, and remember, Todd, too, our, our illustrious governor has been pushing for this so-called transportation climate initiative, the TCI situation, which would force the reduction of gas available for in Connecticut by over a half a billion gallons per year. One third, roughly, of the gas available for sale in Connecticut will be removed from the market, no matter what you're willing to pay, uh, and by fiat from the governor who wants to save the planet and destroy us in the meantime. (laughs) I I wanted to ask you about this. On on the TCI, you describe it as you just did, that it's an absolute reduction. But the language of the law is about that you can buy offsets, right? That companies can buy offsets to sell. No, no. See, you're talking about something different now. You're talking about the carbon tax and that kind of a thing where you, it, that exists today. They buy ca- carbon credits, etc. But isn't that but part of TCI? Is, T, the, no, Transportation Climate Initiative uh, basically just says we're going to force companies that want to sell gas here in Connecticut to pay a price for that, to bid for the right to sell. And we're going to restrict ever more, every, year by year, we're going to restrict the amount of fuel that's available. So typically in Connecticut, they, uh, we consume about a billion and a half gallons a year. So that means basically they're going to start restricting it by 150 to 200 million gallons a year. Uh, and therefore, what's going to happen to the public is are two things. The price is going to go up because the oil companies or the gas purveyors here in Connecticut are going to have to pay for the right to do that. So they're going to add that to the price. But even worse is going to be the effect on the the demand and uh, uh, supply curve, because what happens is the if the supply is arbitrarily reduced and the demand doesn't get reduced, people will start bidding up the price of gas because they got to get to work no matter if it's a dollar, two dollars more. I calculated at one point in time uh, when the price of gas was about three and a half dollars a gallon back uh, six months ago or so. Mm-hmm. I said, if this goes into effect, 
if I use this uh, economic term in the elasticity of demand, I calculated that the price of gas will not reach what they call equilibrium until it goes over $7 per gallon, at which point in time people will reach a point where they can't afford it no matter what. They're going to have to do something. And, and that's where that's a gigantic effect that this can have. So in the meantime, the Democrats and the governor are saying, oh, they're going to have to pay only five cents or 10 cents a gallon more for the fees, for the auction fees to, to the right to sell these, this gas in Connecticut. But they totally ignore what it's going to do in terms of distorting the supply demand curve. And it's going to result in a whopping, whopping increase in the price of gas. And it's by government fiat. It's not because of the war over there in, in Ukraine or whatever. It's, it's all, again, the blame game. Find a scapegoat, blame them, and then put yourself as the savior. You know, you, you feel the people's pain, and therefore you're going to give them a few pennies back and hope that you can hoodwink them into believing that you care about them at all. Len Suzio is our guest. He used to be a state senator. Do you feel that we're in some new era in terms of the um, how clearly, how openly and clearly malicious and manipulative politicians are that, and that average people are catching on? Uh, I think because of people like you and your show, Ty, you're getting the word out and getting people educated better than ever before about the, these games that go on in the political uh, and politics itself. So I think the public is becoming much more aware of this. But so far, I haven't seen it result in discouraging politicians from continuing to pursue this kind of uh, demagoguery. If anything, they're practicing it more than ever before. Well, it's and all they, they know how to do, stuff. though. What else would they do? They're, they're, their true. policies are indefensible. That, that's true. So what they have to do is distract the public, which is the point you've been making over and over again. Uh, you got to it's the shell game. Don't look over here. Look over there. And in the meantime, the peanut gets moved from one shell to the other. Well, they also uh, it, they, they count on us being too busy for to keep up with their antics. Well, well, there's a certain truth to that, Todd, though. The everyday person sure. doesn't have time to really pay a lot of attention to this. Someone driving home in their car from work listening to you like right now. They'll find this interesting and informative, and if they hear it repeatedly, see, that's the other thing. They'll hear it on the way home, and then when they get home, things happen, and then they forget about it. So it's, it's the secret to mass marketing is repetition. You yes. have to keep repeating. Keep pounding the lie. They repeat, hey, we're saving you, we're saving you. You've got to counter that with no, you're not. You're actually making it worse. All right, Len Susio, thank you, sir. Good to talk with you. My pleasure. Take well, care. We'll see you next week. Let's get Brianna in talking about the gas tax. Hi, Brianna. Hi. How are you this afternoon? What are your thoughts? My thoughts are this. Um, speaking of gas, well, I would just like to say that, my goodness, I can guarantee that most of the people that travel on Frederick Street in lovely Bristol, Connecticut, mm -hmm. would be wasting so much gas by the way of their speed. It is posted at 30 miles an hour, and I don't think there is one person that goes 30 miles an hour. They are very excessive in their speed. And I really have been thinking about this for a while, and, and actually the neighbors all put it up to me to call 
and say something because we've all reached out to, to call us right now. This call you're to talking call about? you to get this on the air that people can hear what's going on. We've all reached out to the traffic division of the Bristol police. They don't care. They well, very honestly, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a quote. Um, I don't know with whom I was speaking because if I did, I would say, and I don't know. And it was said by, I don't know if it was a dispatcher or an officer, but it, it was said, I told him about the speech. I said, listen, this is, they're going very fast on this road. This is, this is going to go south in a bad way very quickly. There's children, there's elderly, there's people walking. Well, that's not my problem. I said, excuse me, sir, what did you just say? Click. Come on. All right, so so Brianna, I'll reach out to uh, Jeff Caggiano, your new mayor, I think, in Bristol, right? And the, what, the, the who, sir? To your new mayor, and l- let's see if we can uh, get to the bottom of this. All right, thank you so much for the call. We've got to get to a traffic update. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt, Hi-ya! and even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. <laughs> But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas... Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.